Welcome to the Viewpoint Podcast with your host, Henry Grosek. Welcome to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Grosick. It's a great pleasure to welcome two Viewpoints for the first time, Jacinta Browning, who's the manager teaching and learning for essential assessments. Uh, and we had Jacinta and her colleague Jacqueline Clark at our school recently, and it was fascinating insights into how we can both capitalise and extend uh, the way that we assess children's learning uh, in a way that we can provide a, a much better differentiated curriculum via essential assessments. But firstly, welcome to Viewpoints, Jacinta Browning. Wonderful to be with you, Henry. Thank you so much for having me. Our pleasure. Now, Jacinta, uh, before we go any further, there'll be people out there saying, well, what on earth is essential assessment? So I'll let you explain. Excellent. So essential assessment is a learning solution. Um, we focus on both summative and formative assessments across um, all curriculum areas across Australia. So we're aligning our literacy and numeracy areas across um, all our curriculums in both the summative and formative through the form of pre and post assessments. And I suppose from educators' perspective, it's that wonderful data collection. And where I get most passionate is about knowing and growing each of our students as we use Use these assessments to help us in the classroom do the very best with what we have, which is being um, high impact teachers. Mm. Now, um, how did you get into this field in the first place? I'm just really passionate, Henry, about helping teachers do the best they can. I just know as a primary school teacher myself of 25 years, working throughout different areas of Australia, that teaching is a really hard gig. And I really um, love the ability that I can build rapport and relationship with educators and help them do what they do best, which is making sure that each and every one of our students um, is known to them and also has the capacity of growing. So I just love working with teachers and making their lives easier. Mm. Now, to the layperson, they would probably say, and perhaps even some of the teachers, they say, well, look, um, we went to university or they went to university, they learned how to teach, they've been teaching and assessing kids since the day dot. Um, clearly, um, in too many cases, there would be either enhancements they could make to their assessment practice or gaps in it. Um, where would um, these deficiencies from your experience exist I think, Henry, the biggest thing for educators at the moment is that within the area of formative assessment, so for um, many of us as educators, we have those observations and those gut feelings that we get. The kids are doing quite well, but sometimes we need to also have that evidence, and I think that's where I've really fell in love with the platform of essential assessment because I can um, assess my whole group um, formatively just to check in how they're going, and it's quite painless in the fact that it comes to them in the format of a digital um, assessment, and the data comes straight back to my teacher dashboard. So I think the pain point for many of us is we want to be able to progress on, and we want to know well where, why, what is my, what are my students really needing to work on next? What do they know? What comes next? And have they literally caught what I've taught? Is I think some of those other points that as education look at your class you think they've understood what you're saying but when it comes to gathering that data it just gets a bit tricky so um, that's what I've really noticed when I'm working with the teachers that the biggest aha moment is yeah I really need to know where they're at now keeping in mind that educators are very very busy people um, we want to make sure that it's not taking out more time that the data they're getting is really powerful and they can basically turn on a pinhead and go right tomorrow 
I know which students need my attention and I know what I need to focus on. So that's probably where I really spend most of my time working with teachers at this point. Mm. Now, now, which subject areas do you provide the, this um, assessment for? Yeah, so we originally started as a company focusing on numeracy. We have now also launched across to our English package as well. And we've also begun within the English package, really opening that up to focus heavily on the reading and viewing and also that writing creating with our brand new elements there. But remote learning was also one of those times, Henry, when we really stood on our own where that even though people see us as an essential assessment package, we've got to remember that assessment isn't just an event. It's something that's happening all the time. So during our remote learning, it came into its own, particularly our formative assessment, because students, even if they weren't in class, were still able to get those formative lessons. We've got built-in videos that were able to help and support the students within our numeracy package. But with um, students not always being at school, it's a great way of tracking their learning through our formative um, package called My Numeracy and My Literacy. Mm. Now, for teachers, they'd be familiar with the terms, but formative and summative assessment, for those people out there who are not familiar with those terms and those types of assessment, you might like to explain. Absolutely. So, Henry, our summative assessment is what we're all probably familiar with. It's where we get that grade level A, B, C, D, and it's at the end of a term or a semester. They're our bigger exams that we sit. That's our summative. It's basically our end point where we know that our end point, that's fantastic, we reach the goal at the end, but as educators, we need to know how our students are progressing along their learning journey. And that's our formative. So if you can think about formative as providing educators with information about how students are progressing, and it's that information they can use on a day-to-day basis to change and sculpt the students' learning so that their summative assessment shows growth. Mm, quite quite interesting. Now, when you when you were putting all this together in the first place in your company, um, what was it that you and you've been a teacher a long time? What was it about um, the sorts of uh, tools that you're providing for assessment that um, that were really crucial? Yeah, I think it's that availability of our platform to be available, not only in an online capacity, but also that paper-based element as well. Um, We know that some schools don't always have access to everything um, in the digital platform, but we also are really aware that not all students respond really well to a digital interface. So we offer both paper-based assessments as well as online assessments. But the beauty of that is even if a student does do a paper-based assessment, the data can be uploaded onto the teacher dashboard, which really helps teachers in tracking and understanding um, that where their students are at. And that whole interface, um, the fact that on an online platform, we have accessibility tools. So all students, regardless of their level of English, are able to hear the questions being read. And even within our English package, we can turn that audio function on and enable our students to even hear and see um, the visual text that are there within our English package. So it's, it's quite a nice um, taking into consideration all different variabilities of learning and again covering that wide range of variability all the way from pre-foundation right through to year 10. It wouldn't have been uh, uh, an inconsiderable task that. 
massive task. Um, we work very hard and we have lots of dedicated um, members of past educators who are working for us and current educators. And it's um, a team that I'm so proud to be part of because everyone is very passionate about trying to make teachers' lives easier. But more importantly, it's about the kids. The kids are the heart of what we do. And we want every Australian student to be able to know and grow and to become those lifelong learners and valuable citizens within Australia. Now, how do you respond to the the concerns that some people have when they say, well, look, the teachers are there to teach and they don't want if they're assessing all the time. Um, mm. there's, more, there's more to learning than assessing um, and some of the standardised tests come, come in for that sort of criticism. Um, what is it about your approach that uh, avoids that concern? Yeah. That's a really good one. I think the biggest thing I've had to speak to teachers about, and they really do acknowledge this, is that assessment isn't an event itself. It's been made out to be an event through our high stakes assessments. Assessment actually comes from the Latin root accedere, which means to be beside or sit beside. So when I start speaking to teachers about changing their mindset around assessment being an event, but rather than assessments, just checking in, how are you going? Now, if we just even think about our own um, times at a gym, for example, and we go and we do personal training, we are constantly assessing ourselves just gently as we're going through to see how we're tracking with our success. It's a similar thing in a classroom. It's demystifying the whole idea that assessment is this big thing and allowing our students to have that ability to be able to not only track their own learning but partner with their teacher. So an assessment is just like a teacher being right there beside you. What do you know now so that we can work out next steps? So it shouldn't be daunting. And we really do um, encourage even our really young students, they love to do essential assessment. And often they'll say, are you coming to do essential assessment today? Because they simply just want to know, where am I up to and what's next for me? Uh, one of the things that I find particularly attractive about what you do, um, Jacinta, is uh, the way that you've used technology to... Um, make assessment and the analysis of, assess of data uh, far more pain-free than when we all did it by hand all those, uh, for all those many years, maybe even at the beginning of your career. Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, fantastic. And again, it's all about giving time back to teachers rather than having to write, co correct, collate assessments, moderate assessments. The time's given back to them to be able to really hone their skills on data analysts and to help them really work with the kids and to work out activities that's best going to suit their students. So the time factor is always a really sore point for teachers. So what we're doing is we're putting data and putting data in their um, pathway to help them do what they do best, which is to teach. And I think um, the more that we can have teachers sit together and talk about student learning rather than wasting time marking and correcting and collating, the greater our education system will be. Mm. Now, we do have an Australian curriculum, but there are some uh, states that uh, move away from that a little bit. Uh, I think we have the Victorian curriculum and uh, so on. How does it uh, impact on essential assessments to have a, a diversity of um, yeah. curricula. 
Yeah, so that's um, another challenge for us, but we embrace that as well. Um, I've worked more personally across the Australian and Victorian curriculum, but I've never actually worked in the New South Wales curriculum. But it's something that as professional learning um, manager and delivering of um, facilitating that learning, that I very quickly can get my head around those different syllabus levels. So we are a diverse package. We do address all and align fully with all Australian curriculums. Um, that's the Australian curriculum, Victorian curriculum, the New South Wales curriculum, and we're also right on the cusp as the new curriculums are rolling out. So the brand new Australian curriculum will be rolling out um, very shortly and we will be ready for that rollout, just like we have with our New South Wales, the K-2, new New South Wales syllabus rolled out at the beginning of this year. Our platform was ready and teachers can be assessing straight away. Similarly, with the National Learning Progressions, version three came out this year. We're ready on essential assessment to track that as well. So COVID's been around for a while now. We all know that everybody's been under the pump, under pressure. What was the biggest challenges that um, you guys found uh, during uh, COVID? Oh, look, we celebrated that one of the points was that um, my professional learning is often offered as a webinar and we really saw our webinar numbers increase greatly um, during that COVID time. So we were shifting webinars from 200 up to 800. So it was a fantastic time for me to be able to tap in to educators within that um, learning environment of being at home on their um, devices. But I think what was really, really um, vital as I was still working in a school during the last two years of COVID was that shift that where teachers were able to still get that formative data back on their teacher dashboard and work and track with students even when they weren't in front of them. Now in Victoria we had the opportunity where students came back and then they left again so we used that time when they were back in the classroom to do that summative assessment to work out what's going to come next. So it was a fantastic shift for us and I think more than anything um, educators really got a sense of I have to be able to create um, impactful learning via video cams and um, webcams, etc. But what our package was then able to offer them was we had videos there to save them time and to be able to direct um, that learning. So the learning was also broken down into more bite-sized pieces. But again, as soon as the students completed their work at home, the data was straight back onto the teacher dashboard. So um, it was a really great time for us and really elevated our platform for many, many educators and schools. If people want to get in touch with you um, to check you out, how would they do that? Absolutely. We would we'd love to offer a complimentary trial to any of our schools. Um, the best way to contact us is info at essentialassessment.com.au. Um, we would love to offer you that um, complimentary trial to your school. And um, as I said, I am the manager of teaching and learning. So we offer um, complimentary webinars that are offering twice a term. And again, you can get all our details details from our um, website, which is essentialassessment.com.au, and we really love to have as many schools on board as possible. Mm, absolutely, and I, I, can vouch, uh, I can vouch for you from our experience with Essential Assessments and, and your team, Jacinta. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Henry. I love working with you, and we had a great time at Berwick Lodge, so thanks again for having us, and thanks for having us on your podcast. Oh, absolutely. It's a pleasure for us too. That was Jacinta Browning, who's the Manager Teaching and Learning with Essential Assessments. Uh, 
a great um, a great set of tools they provide to assist teachers in um, really diagnostically drilling down on evaluating student progress and providing what we all aim to do, and that is uh, personalised learning programs. We'll take a short break. Don't go away. You've been listening to the Viewpoints podcast, hosted by Henry Grossick and produced by Rob Kelly. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and rate us via Apple Podcasts. 